Tatiana Jovanovic, the founder of the Humanitarian Changemakers Network. Welcome to Changemaker Q&A, where we answer questions from young Aussies about social change to better equip and empower you to change the world. If you have a question about making change happen, just head to the link in the episode description to leave us an audio or a written question, or head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash podcast. No question is too big or too small. We can help you with anything from breaking into the social change sector, questions about specific topics or issues you don't quite understand, or advice on how you can best take action to make a difference in the world. Now, on to today's question. Welcome back to Changemaker Q&A. Today's question comes from Cassie, who asks, I've often been told that change starts from within and we have to be the change we want to see in the world, but that doesn't feel like enough to make an impact. What are your thoughts on this? I think this is an awesome question. There is honestly so much rhetoric out there that says things like we have to be the change we wish to see in the world and that if we want to change the world, we have to start with ourselves. And depending on who you ask within the social change space, you'll probably find that they'll either really strongly support this notion or they'll be pretty against it. So those who support it kind of promote this idea that change begins internally before we can extend it externally. And this sometimes means in a more spiritual sense, and sometimes it's interpreted in more of a literal sense in terms of our day-to-day actions and our habits as a consumer or the way we vote as a citizen. Those who disagree tend to come from the perspective that focusing on ourselves and our own lives isn't really going to promote systemic change. It's not going to change laws or change the reality for people who are affected by an issue, which is why these people think you can't just focus on being the change. Now, I stand somewhere in the middle. I can see the value in focusing on being the change and doing more introspective work. And I think that this is where a lot of young people should really begin. But I also think that it should ultimately lead to further action beyond your own self and your own life. If we think about our theory of change, we know that there are four types of social change. There's informal and formal individual and collective change and informal and formal systemic change. Now, being the change, or as we like to call it, conscious living, falls under the category of informal, individual and collective change. So conscious living promotes changes in people's knowledge of and commitment to different issues and ultimately begins to shape social norms, which are a really important type of social change. And we're never really going to achieve change on an issue if the majority of people aren't educated about it, if they aren't committed to tackling it, and the behaviours and attitudes that make up our social norms aren't really in support of it. This is why being the change is so important. This is really where it all begins. But at the same time, it's only one of our four types of social change. So while this is important, we also need advocacy to promote informal, individual and collective change. We need activism and campaigning to promote formal systemic change. And we need humanitarian and community development initiatives to promote informal systemic change. So because being the change or conscious living is such a personal type of change, it really is probably the best place to start when tackling an issue. Unless maybe you have some sort of lived experience of the issue, then you really need to begin here to truly understand it. Conscious living is really just about that, living consciously or with intention. It's about aligning your actions with your values, which, as someone listening to this podcast, probably includes things like justice, equality or equity, peace and human rights, and making decisions daily based on this truth. When people live consciously, it leads to informal, individual and collective change. So how can you tangibly be the change? 
The first step is to always get educated. If you're not entirely sure where to begin, start with learning more about the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, what rights everyone holds, which groups of people around the world are often facing violation of these rights. The next thing to explore would perhaps be the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which are 17 goals that all 193 member states of the United Nations, which includes Australia, agreed upon back in 2015 to be achieved by 2030. Each goal has specific targets, which you can look more into for the ones that you're specifically interested in. But the 17 sustainable development goals are as follows. Goal number one, no poverty. Two, zero hunger. Three, good health and well-being. Four, quality education. Five, gender equality. Six, clean water and sanitation. Seven, affordable and clean energy. Eight, decent work and economic growth. Nine, industry, innovation and infrastructure. 10. Reduced inequality. 11. Sustainable cities and communities. 12. Responsible consumption and production. 13. Climate action. 14. Life below water. 15. Life on land. 16. Peace, justice and strong institutions. And 17. Global partnerships to achieve the goals. Once you know what issues you're passionate about, you can take time to learn more about them, what causes them, what solutions exist for them, who's currently working on them, and listen to the people who have lived experience in this area. There are endless ways to actually learn about issues. You can watch documentaries, read books, watch YouTube videos, read academic journals, or find organizations that are working on the front line. As you learn more about the issue, you'll probably begin to align your values and your actions. You can't promote a future of peace through violence. You can't promote a waste-free future when you're producing excessive amounts of waste. You can't promote a future where people have access to mental health information and services if you aren't taking care of your own. It's important that the future we're trying to create is reflected in our present. At the same time, don't stress if you can't do it all. You might really care about the environment and want to live sustainably off the grid, but you might not be able to do that financially. Don't punish yourself. It's more important that you do what's practicable and possible for you where you're at in your life. And once you're doing the best you can, you can move on to other methods of change making, like advocacy, activism, or humanitarianism. You'll find that as change is promoted through other areas like these, it will become increasingly easier for you to take personal action too. And once you begin to learn more about the different actors who are tackling the issues, you'll be able to make more sense of where this all sits in our theory of change. Take the example of climate change. Let's say that you spend some time living consciously when it comes to climate change. You watch documentaries like Cowspiracy on Netflix, you read scientific journals to help understand the science, and you hear from people in the Pacific Islands who are speaking about losing their homes. You eventually make decisions in your life like switching to a plant-based diet, switching to renewable energy, and having conversations about climate action with your family and friends. After you spend some time learning about climate change, you might find that there are a number of actors who you can support when you're ready to take the next step from conscious living. You might want to support environmental groups who are out there raising awareness for the issue and gaining support for the movement. This is advocacy, promoting formal, individual and collective change. You might join the children who are part of the school strike for climate movement, who are on the streets protesting and demanding that decision makers take action. This is activism, or campaigning for formal, systemic change. You might join a humanitarian organisation that's working with drought-affected farmers or helping rehome people who have lost their homes due to rising sea levels. This is humanitarian or community development work, which is promoting informal systemic change. Becoming a changemaker begins with being the change, and while this is an important part of promoting social change, it shouldn't just end there.
If you want to learn more about conscious living, you can head to our website, humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash change forward slash B. That's the letters B E. If you're after a bit of inspiration from our community of change makers, you can check out the Changing Times newspaper on our website full of solutions focused news articles written by our community of change makers for change makers like you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Changemaker Q&A. If you have a question about changing the world that you'd like me to answer, just head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash podcast. If you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review so that we can get the word out and equip and empower as many young people as we can to change the world. The Humanitarian Changemakers Network is a solutions media and education platform, so feel free to head to our website for plenty more news and resources to help you make change happen.